Welcome to episode 38B. Yes, if you listen to 38A, you understand how this is now part two of episode 38. Part two. Part two. We haven't done a two-part episode before. But this we needed to. It was yeah. just too long. It, it was, it was. And you know, in like television series, as they approach the season finale, they sometimes do extended episodes right. and longer things. Absolutely. Live so, shows. So this is kind of what we're doing. We're Flashbacks. Gonna be- Oh, we should do a flashback episode. Flashback would be good. All right. Well, at this point, if you haven't listened to part one, you don't really have to to understand what's going on in part two, but you could. You, yeah, it's, they're not, it's not Previously necessary. on Fill Me In. We had an interview with Barry C. Silk. <laughs> and Douglas Peterson. <laughs> uh, anyway. And it, then transitioned into viewer mail. Yeah, but the viewer mail will be coming up, I think, in this yes, episode, right? That's, that that's the, idea? the transition, and then oh. you... Was that okay? Are you transitioning now out of the disclaimer and into the episode? Enjoy. Uh, this has been a long show so far. What are, what are we? It's Already been 45 at, minutes. Um, okay, well, we let's make this an hour show. All let's, right. Let's, let's be snappy. Let's snap. What do you snap for? Why do you snap? Because what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Okay, this what do you do? Is, no, what do you do no, when no, the no, snapping no, begins? No, this, do it! This makes you very nervous. I can't I can't perform under pressure. Oh, my God. Just ask my wife. Oh, oh no. hey Would you sing the song already? Viewer mail. Opening it up. Oh my god, that is we, so not it. We have so much viewer mail. Yeah, it is, we, you're, 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 you're fanning the mail. I am. I'm fanning the mail. The viewer mail bag is at its brim. Yeah, we, we have, we've had more viewer mail this week than probably the rest of the history of the show combined. Right. So why don't we start with a viewer mail from Doug Peterson. Okay. Uh, crossword gentleman and men about town. Uh, we didn't talk to him in great depth on in this interview just now, but he talked to us in this viewer mail about that B division scoring Snafu. Now, I think this has long since been covered, but we mentioned it last week, so let's fig- let's sort it out now. And and what Doug has written to us to say was, uh, uh, I can shed some light on last year's B division. John Beck, who finished 14th overall, was supposed to be in the B division finals, but due to a scoring error, Peter Gordon was put into the B finals instead. Uh, Peter wasn't happy because he had no intention of getting into the B finals, and now he's only eligible for A division prizes. Mm-hmm. And for that, you've got to beat out Tyler, Tripp, Al, Ellen, Howard, etc. Right. for one of those. I do remember this. And, and Now, uh, is that why he took his sweet time? I don't know if it's why he took his sweet time, but he, Peter Gordon did take his, his sweet, sweet time. time. Definitely. I thought it was very entertaining. Uh, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know anything about it, but uh, it he was, was definitely funny. milking it. Yes. Uh, he knew he was the last one up there. And, and he knew he had a certain amount of time. <laughs> and he used it all. <laughs> he did. Absolutely. <laughs> and Doug makes a prediction for this year's A-Finals. Uh, he, right. he predicts uh, Tyler Hinman, Dan Fayer, and Al Sanders Are as being the three A finalists. Interesting. He does not predict a winner. He just predicts the finalists. Interesting. Well, that's that. I could see that happening. Yeah. So I'm Al gonna, Sanders, I only know from the wordplay. Yeah, I only know him from the movie. I don't. Uh, I, I never met him, and he's never commented on our show. And I've and, never seen him comment on anybody else's. No. No, I think maybe he just solves. He what does he have to read the blogs for? He already knows all the answers. He does. He doesn't he does. need to read the blogs. Uh, but he did. He did screw up royally in the movie. Well, I mean, he did, but it happens. It uh, does I mean, happen. Last year, Trip Payne finished first and had an error. But it's interesting that it was. They had such a. Were able to have such a dramatic ending for that movie. 
It is. I mean, to have those two blank squares up there. It certainly made a nice camera shot to yeah. see the camera sort of like jog around and then find those two blank squares, <laughs> yeah. like zoom in and on And then he throws the headphones they, down. Oh, he was mad. I would have been Oh, furious. absolutely, because he, he'd been working hard. He'd been working hard to yeah, get there. Yeah, and that was his, his shot. Well, maybe this year he'll be back. Maybe Doug will be correct. Maybe it will. he will. Now, here we have an email from Sammy the Dentist, who we haven't heard from in a while, at least not viewer mail-wise. Right. Uh, gentlemen, he begins. <laughs> 2009. 2009? Really? 2000.9. Don't you mean 2009 equals 2009? Discuss. <laughs> chomp. Sammy the Dentist. Does that make any sense at all? Well, yes. I think, I think we said 2009. Right. Like we said the year, and we said 2009. And I think the subject of his email is English and math. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I think that technically you don't say and when you're saying the year, when, or when you're saying just a, a number of that magnitude. I think you just say 2009. Right. You don't say 2009. Why not? Are people not going to know what you're talking about? Uh, I don't know. Not only did Sammy the Dentist know what we were talking about, but he also knew how to mock us for it. Right. So uh, I think this is a little bit along the lines of the types of things my father would complain about. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why you would complain about something that really doesn't affect anything negatively or positively. Right. It's just there. It's also very strong, uh, a very strange uh, return to our viewer mailbag right. for Sammy the Dentist. He has been MIA for quite some time, and, then he and comes this back. is how he resurfaces. This, this is the one thing that brought yeah. him to... 37 write. episodes, and this is what he decided to talk 2009. about. 2009. It seems yeah. quite benign to me. Well, but from now on... 2009. 2009. Absolutely. Because we love Sammy. We do. We do love Sammy. All right. Uh, we have a viewer mail here from uh, from Joanne. Uh, Joanne has written to us to say, Please be kind enough to answer the following questions that occurred to me while I listened to Fill Me In number 37. Yes. Ryan, if you wanted to go on a Caribbean cruise in January, why didn't you go on Stan Newman's Crossword University cruise? There's a very simple answer to that. And the answer is? I enjoy being married. <laughs> and I want to stay married and going on a vacation with my wife and then spending 70 to 80% of that time doing crossword puzzles would not facilitate my remaining married. Yeah. You would start that cruise married, but you may not finish it though. Exactly. Now, and you can agree with that. Absolutely. I, I, if I were to go on a. No, I have to separate the wifely vacation right. from the sort of nerd hobby. Now, if you and I went on a cruise together. Uh, I it, think we'd pick it, that. It would very much depend on what sort of a cruise you're getting into <laughs> here. Um, Joanne continues, uh, Since you're guessing who will win the 2009 ACPT, may I put my money on Mickey Rourke? <laughs> Joanne, absolutely. I will take your money on Mickey Rourke. If you sure. would like to bet against me, I will, I will wager Mickey Rourke will not win the 2009 <laughs> ACPT. So you name your price, and that bet is on. All right, and we'll, we'll put it up on the blog. Absolutely. And then, Odds and everything. And then the last question was, how did you guys get invited to the Blogging Crosswords panel discussion? Do you have a picture of Will Shorts with a goat? Best, re <laughs> best regards, Joanne. Uh, uh, we definitely do not have any kind of horrible picture at I all. I feel like no. that's a slight of some sort. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm sure that it's a joke, but uh, there, there's ab no. We have, we have nothing. We have no in at all. Well, we with know, anybody. We know Jim Horn. We know Jim Horn. Jim Horn and, and yep. I have been. I guess that doesn't have anything to do with it. I think anything. I know Jim Horn about as well as I know Will Shorts. I mean, no, we know Jim Horn. Actually, better. I've met Will Shorts in person. Well, so have I. I've never met Jim Horn in but person. But we've talked to Jim Horn. You've talked to Will Shorts. 
You've talked to Will Short. On the phone, you've talked to Will Short. I have. It was nerve-wracking. It was horrible. You were terrible at I it. Was, I, I was. A, I have a recording of that. And I remember nothing from no, the conversation. No, of course not. I blacked out. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how we got invited to I that. think it was Jim Horn, though. I think that uh, Jim and Will probably talked about creating this event. And uh, Jim... You know, we like... You know, Jim knows about our blog. And, and Will knows like about us. our blog, too. Yeah. And, and there aren't that many out there. I mean, there's Jim Horn, there's Amy Ronaldo, there's Rex Parker, and there's us. That's, There's a couple of others, but the, these are the these are I, there are a couple others. That's true. There's another one, Square Times, Times and, and New York Times, Times and Gothic, Gothic, which he does a marvelous but, job. Absolutely, they're they're all very good. So yes. I, don't, I don't know why then. I think maybe to make the others look better. Maybe, maybe because Amy is like incredibly brilliant right. and and pleasant and nice, and Rex is incredibly brilliant and talks in great depth about everything. And Jim is just marvelously smart, and we are a couple of complete doofuses. Right. So one of these things is not like the other. It's going right. to be one of those Sesame Street I think they're going to put us on either end of the table, <clears throat> so we don't... <laughs> so that the doofus meter doesn't <laughs> tilt the room over? Right. Absolutely. Now, Joanne was at our Lollapazoola. She was. Uh, she was there, and she... As was Will Shorts. <laughs> As was Will Shorts. Uh, Joanne, attended. Yeah, Will Shorts attended. Uh, Joanne uh, does not have a nickname. But, uh, I don't know, she finished something like 20th overall in the standings. Oh, good for her. Uh, which was better than, certainly better than I would have She thought. finished above Mickey Rourke. Yeah, she did. Um, but Mickey might make a comeback. I he mean, might. this is his comeback year. It is. Uh, um, so, let's see. We have uh, we have a couple more viewer mails to get <laughs> oh, to. Which one do you want? Uh, uh, I'll take uh, Thomas Heilman. This one? All right. So, you go ahead with that. Um, this uh, next email comes from Thomas Heilman as a boy. Yeah. Uh, I says, believe the email comes from Thomas Heilman as a man, but it's Thomas Heilman as a boy, as a man. It is? Well, he didn't write this, you know, 20, 30 well, years ago when he was a child. No, but his nickname is As a Boy. I know that. That's why I'm clarifying that it is Thomas Heilman as a boy, as a man, <laughs> writing this email. Oh, that clarifies Do you it. understand? Yes. No, it makes it now? crystal clear. Is it crystal clear? Crystal clear. Really? Yes. Okay. Now, I ha- I've read this email... <laughs> But uh, we haven't edited stuff out of it. Uh, so now you're just going to figure out what to leave out on the on the fly? Exactly. You're so, not good at that. No, I'm not. No. So we'll see uh, what happens. I'll, I'll blow a, a horn. I'll, I'll toot a buzzer or something. Do you have a horn you... or a buzzer? No, but I have a piano here. I could play a note when you go awry. Okay. When you stumble over something you shouldn't say, I'll All right. play a note. Hi, guys. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's why I paused. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> all right, go on. I, I won't do it. I won't do it this time. Hi, guys. <laughs> you can't read anything, can you? Give me the viewer mail. No, I'll read no, it. No, I can read it. I can read it. I don't believe it. Hi, guys. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, though I've actually really done. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read it. Give me the mail. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, though I've actually really done that, more on that in a bit, but I just want to toss in my two cents for more puzzle talk. A few weeks ago I posted to say that although I enjoyed the interviews, I missed the puzzle talk. I've now caught up on the few last podcasts, and well, since then the puzzle talk has dwindled from just a bit to just a bit to Ryan's statement last week that he didn't do the Saturday puzzle but heard it was hard. <laughs> 
Where can you go from there, but to some general observations on the very nature of Saturdays themselves, such as Saturdays are cool? Come on! You can do better than this. I noted on one of your podcasts that you were thinking of changing the subtitle of your blog to include the very true statement that you are the funniest guys in Crosswords. That's two. I, I want to point out that that is two people now. Two. Two people who think that this is true. Yes. Uh, I would like to also interrupt. I just want to say, anybody who's going to be at the ACPT who might feel this way or, or may be able to be swayed toward feeling this way, uh-huh. that we are the funniest guys in Crosswords, uh, we're going to you know, have a line or something so that uh, you guys can like line up and vote because uh, we want your vote. Who are the other candidates? Uh, nobody. This is a very one. If we win three to nothing, we win. Oh, okay, great. All right. Fan- Do we win something? Uh, we win the glory the being the funniest the guys in crosswords. Uh, moving on to the rest okay, of I'm his sorry, email. No, no, it, no, it, no, no. I'm no, sorry. No, good. I'm sorry. I, okay. Oh, that wasn't as good. That wasn't the same note. No. Oh, that's, my, that's, that's the note that that's, I played. That's piercing. It is. Thomas Heilman, as a boy, goes on to say, Until you start discussing more puzzles, perhaps you should also consider changing the title of your blog from Ryan and Brian Do, do Crosswords to simply Ryan and Brian Do. Then again, I suppose I could read your blog more often and get your crossword comments there. That is true. Yes. <clears throat> we comment a lot on the crosswords on the blog. And in fact, many episodes ago, we were... Not criticized, but uh, steered away from doing too much puzzle lamb commentary. Basting? Oh, no. I've never been lamb-basted. <laughs> I've basted lamb, maybe. <laughs> uh, we were steered away from doing too much puzzle talk on the podcast because we had already done it on the blog. So I feel a little torn here. Right. Um, yeah. Thank you for miming what tearing looks like. Yes. Now, are you going to go on and read yeah, the rest yes, of this? Yes, okay. I was waiting for you to finish <clears throat> your diatribe. Wow. Uh, Thomas Heilman goes on to say... Here's the dead horse story. <laughs> when I was wait, a boy, wait, 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 wait. You did not enunciate very well, and I'm afraid that we didn't hear that. Here, here is the what? The dead horse story. Thank you. That is much clearer. Did I? Well, how did I? It honestly it? sounded like you said the dead whore story. Oh, goodness. and I thought that's a very different story. No, here's the dead horse story. Thank you. When I was a boy, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> my friend and I built a raft from unused telephone poles. We'd go back into the woods and cut down old telephone poles that no longer had wires strung to them, cut them to size, drag them down to the Allegheny River, roped and spiked them together to form a raft. We sp- <laughs> Suddenly he's Tom Sawyer. Uh, we spent hours and hours rafting that river and caught lots of catfish and bass. <laughs> what was his friend's name? Huckleberry? I don't know. Anyhow, one day while we were rafting, we spotted something rather big floating about and a fair distance away. We became curious as to what it was and grabbed our paddles and managed to get close enough to realize that the big brown thing bobbing up and down in the water was a dead horse. As we were adventurous boys and we were quite excited at our discovery, how often do you find a dead horse anywhere, let alone floating with you in a river? But our excitement quickly waned when we realized there was not a whole hell of a lot we could do with a dead horse. (laughs) About the only thing we could do was smack it with our paddles, and that's what we did. We beat a dead horse. Now, viewers, how many of you think that story is true, and how many of you think it is just a setup for a a groanable punchline? Uh, I think it's 50% true. You think it's 50% true? Yes. Which items in that story do you find false? I think he only caught catfish, but no bass. Okay. Yeah, I think he roped but did not spike okay. in creating the raft. <laughs> okay, so that's the fifty percent. <laughs> there we go. We found half of your flaws. No, we found all of your flaws, which are half of your story. 
And and the last part uh, we're is, still in Thomas Heilman. We are. Oh, Look how long it is. I know. I know. Uh, we love Thomas Heilman. We so, do. Uh, we Thomas Heilman, are you coming to the ACPT? Are we going to meet you in person? Answer the question. Answer that question in your next email. Uh, he goes on to say, On to another matter with no transition whatever, whatsoever. I enjoyed Ryan's comments on how we solve Saturday puzzles. It takes me hours, days as well, and I like that. I can do what I can do and walk away. Somehow the puzzle stays with me, and when I come back, I can solve a good bit more. I like the long fight, and I especially like it when after a few days of fighting with the damn thing, it finally gives up the ghost and I win. At the end of all of that, I really feel like I've been through something and accomplished something. I think if I could solve the puzzle in several minutes, I'd just give up doing them. Best, Tom Heilman. Well, well now, now, now he has so he has my a similar Saturday solving style as I do. Yeah, he does. And and it is interesting. I don't know if you've ever experienced this since you give up. Yeah, right. I do give up. Uh, when you completely stumped on a puzzle, you go away for an hour. You come back. You look at the same puzzle, and all of a sudden there's more stuff that's clear to you without actually actively thinking about it anymore. Well, can I tell you this? Uh, I have actually stopped timing myself on the puzzles. You have? Yes. The ridiculous spreadsheet that I made shortly after the ACPT last year, the purpose of it was to check my times to see if I was getting better at at faster solving. Uh And I believe I did get better over the course of this past year. And uh, I also, my spreadsheet ran out at December 31st, 2008. I didn't design it to go on into January of 2009. Uh And so rather than redesign the sheet to accommodate 2009, Uh did I just say 2009 a moment ago? I think I I did. Well, Sammy will tell us. Uh, Rather than that, I've decided to stop timing it. So now I actually print out a lot of the puzzles and do them on paper. Oh. uh, As opposed to on the computer, which is what I had been doing before. And in doing that, I don't always do them in one sitting anymore. Really, I let him sit there, uh, you know, by the couch or wherever it is that I'm doing it. Or now, you know, are you finding enjoying pocket. that more? Well, I find that I'm finishing them more because I'm not going to the internet and I'm not looking up answers. I'm just doing it on paper, and uh, I, I think maybe I am, uh, you know, gradually shifting toward your solving style. Oh well, that's good. I think it's more enjoyable. Now, before we continue with the viewer mailbag, I think we should just stray for a moment here and get to. A puzzle of the week that we were going to talk about yes. so that we can satisfy Thomas Heilman. Yes. <clears throat> Our puzzle of the week is from Friday, January 16th. This Which, was uh, two days ago. Where we hit new lows of stupidity. Uh, we did hit new lows of stupidity. This is uh, this, this puzzle was designed by Mike Nofnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday puzzle. Not so extraordinaire in that we haven't heard from him in ages, but uh, nonetheless. All the more. Uh, all the more. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. 24 uh, down, I think, was what we want to talk well, about. Well, we had one primary clue that, uh, that that frustrated us here, and it was 24 down. The, the, clue, was, uh, the clue was flat. And the, and answer, the answer was the T-W-O-D, now, which Ryan believes is the word twad. Twad. Now, I had the rest of this puzzle solved. Yeah. And I was you didn't at, know the W, right? Okay, well, here's the deal. I was at my uh, uh, soul-sucking job. Right. And I was doing the puzzle. And uh, I was chatting with you on Facebook, right. saying, have you done the puzzle? And you right. said, no, I'm going to open it up. So we, we both opened it up, and and I finished the whole thing, and I got to, and for for flat, I put T-K-O-D, as in T-K-O'd, right. which I thought made perfect, perfect sense. I think it makes slight sense. Well, I think it made perfect sense. T-K-O'd, though, is a past tense. I mean, it would have to be flattened. 
to well, parallel intents no, and everything. No, that's not true. A man could have could be TKO'd and he is now flat. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. I mean, the whole idea with you, you have to be able to. I don't know what it's called. Is it? It's not transitive. What is it when you you? It's communic. No, it's commutative. I don't know what it is. It's no, a math term no. uh, where you can uh, replace the clue with the answer in a sentence. Well, you can. So do that. Uh, Brad is is on the ground and he has been TKO'd. Yes, Brad is on the ground and he has been flat. No, wait. Let me reword that. Okay. Try Brad again. is on the ground and has and is TKO'd. Brad is on the ground and is TKO'd. See, that's not that's bad grammar. He's TKO'd. No, the guy is TKO'd. He has been TKO'd. Well, I think it's a present tense. It can also be a present tense. Thing. TKO'd is present tense. Well, the the an ed no is a present tense. The no the 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 state of being TKO'd is present. <clears throat> the other problem with your answer, though, is actually that 30 across, the K, PBS station with a transmitter on the Empire State Building. I now, thought it was K-N-E-T. Well, fine, all well and good, except K is the opening letter of the radio call letters for things west of, what, like the Mississippi River or something. You're asking me like I have any idea what you're talking about. The four-letter codes for station names. Right. K is the first letter if it is a west of some point in the United States. This is the first I'm hearing of. And W is that letter if it is east of that point in the Why United States. I don't know. Why isn't it W and E? I don't know. But I don't know. But uh, isn't that true? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard Did of it. Did I make that up? You, I, you... Oh, my God. Maybe I made that up. Well, I was sure. What are the radio stations in California? You're from California. What uh, are they? KROQ. Okay. What's another one? Uh... Kiss FM. Okay. Uh, yeah. So what? far, these start with K's. They do seem to start right. with K's. Uh, fine. <clears throat> Where I grew up in Maine, <clears throat> we had uh, what WBLM, we had uh, WCBB, we had, uh, and here with the Empire State Building. Well, that's New York. That's in the eastern. Well, uh, then maybe you're right. Country. But I don't like to admit. But it. the point is, no, though, we're that we're totally off the point. The, the, point the is, down answer, though, TWOD, it turns out, is two dimensional. Well, see, wait, 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 we're missing the, the actual... D. We're missing the point. The point is that I could not figure out what it was. I had to go to Orange's site to get look at her answer, and it was twad. Yeah, yeah but she didn't talk about it. She didn't explain she it, She didn't did explain she? it. How about Jim Horn? Did he explain it? No. How about Rex Parker? Did he explain he it? He doesn't do it until the, the, morning, of, ah. the morning after. So, but I, I Facebooked you and I said, what does this mean? And you said, well, I've come I, well, up. Well, I had a theory. That's true. You had a theory that it was 2D. Well, I knew it was T-W-O. I knew it was a W. So I thought 2D and I thought flat, maybe it's an apartment and uh, it's an apartment number. I thought maybe it was referring to some famous flat, like this so, so a London story. We or, were both confused. Yeah. I didn't understand two-dimensional at all. And then I found out, I wrote about it on the blog, and then people made comments, and I figured out what the answer was after somebody told me what it was. And then I called you, and I said, 2D is two-dimensional. Yeah. And you went, oh! I did, I did. I made that noise. So... I went, oh! Are we getting our point across? The point is... I don't think so. I don't think we... I think we, we we met on too many tangents. I think we did. Um, but along the lines of... The, was it, Were these from this puzzle as well? No, these, no, were, these from were from the, different puzzles. These are from the, the podcast. <clears throat> we have... Uh, we still have more mail to get through. Oh, my God. We are... We are let's do this quickly here. Um, 
let's let's do this quickly. We have we have two <laughs> other messages here to do. Now these were actually comments, not viewer mails, but we liked them, so we're going to talk about them. They were both about last week's podcast. Yes, and one was from Matt Jones. Matt Jones. Uh, Matt Jones is a, he's a puzzle guy. He's a puzzle constructor. He's uh, he does the Jonesen crossword. Is that Matt Jones? I think that's Matt Jones. Oh, okay. Of the Jonesen. Orange blogs his puzzles. We don't right. blog his puzzles, but they're good puzzles. <clears throat> um, and uh, Matt Jones, first of all, tells us how one is not a prime number. We're going to get back to that in a second. Right. Uh, but he says, forget the whole Caribbean-Caribbean pronunciation issue when we can address the whole... Well, I can't even say it. I, what I need to do is bring this web page up, I think, uh, and I haven't done that yet. I think... Let, let, let me... You read, would you? The, the whole O-R-E-G-O-N pronunciation yeah. issue. Did I say pronunciation? Well, at least you didn't say pronunciation no, like I, your wife did. Uh, as a native, I can say you guys are unfortunately way off. I don't fault you. It's the common mispronunciation <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation east of the Mississippi, where all uh, call letters begin with W. <laughs> Does he say that? No. But... Oh, but you just plugged that in? Yes. Uh, so here's what I'm going to try to do is get the computer to pronounce O-R-E-G-O-N. All right. We'll see whether this even works. Okay. The window has popped up. Oregon. There it was. Right. That was the computer talking. Let's hear the computer say that again. Oregon. 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 So, This, uh, this is a state, right? It's the one between Washington and California. So now... Oregon. You mentioned that... And you must have said... I think I probably said Oregon. Oregon. Right. Which is completely wrong. Apparently. It's Oregon. It's Oregon. Yeah. So from now on... So it's like origin, but with a hard G. Yes. Oregon. Origin. Oregon. Origin. (laughs) Oregon. All right. You're making me a little nauseous. (laughs) Uh... And he has uh, Ryan Hecht. He has more stuff to say. Yeah, what is? But we're we're running out of time. Okay. Now there was another comment though. Should I do yes. this one then? All right. So me. we also had a comment from last year, last year's show, last week's show from uh, from Professor Plum, from Amanda, the unparalleled parallel verse engineer. I vote that you change the title of this podcast to "These Burgers Aren't Done Yet." Consider it done, Amanda. <laughs> we will do that. Um, she also points out that one is not a prime number. I, I don't even remember us saying that one was well, a prime because, number. No, well, because we were f- trying to figure out if if half of the numbers that go up to a certain number, if they yeah. are prime, so, oh, is okay. that a Pythagorean square? That's right, that's right. And Mike Nothnagel has not gotten back to us. No, we, we are still waiting to hear from Mike about that. Um, uh, and also, uh, Amanda, Amanda saw a play, uh, Boeing, Boeing. Have you seen this play? I have not. No, apparently there's an actor in it named uh, Mark Rylance, uh-huh. who she says uh, reminds her of you. I think I know Mark Rylance. Not but, personally, but no, I've but seen No, but you know who work. he is? So uh, at some point in your career, Amanda thinks you should play that role. Of Mark Rylance? You should play the part of Mark Rylance in Boeing, Boeing. All right, sounds um, good. So the Mark Rylance story. Maybe it'll be like an A&E. Did you see Boeing, Boeing? No. It's got Bradley Whitford in it. I, I hear it's really wonderful. Well, it's closed. Oh, I hear it really was wonderful. Isn't everything closed now? There's nothing open anymore. But, but it's Phantom of the Opera. Things are, they're having a huge amount of openings coming uh, up. So uh, we, we have one more viewer mail. It's, it's, we're going to just do a portion of it. It's from our, it's from our friend uh, Vic Fleming, Judge. Vic Fleming, Judge, uh, has written to us about a number of things, some of which will become apparent at the ACPT. But one of the things he includes here that we'll talk about now, which was, I figured I'd sooner or later hear you guys critique one of my puzzles. That finally came today when I was listening to episode 22 from last August. 
I, I should make I should make it clear. This email came in like two days ago. Right. Okay, but the he's, he's catching up. Okay. Uh, it was the puzzle where four fifteen letter phrases were all clued with kitty. Since you all said nothing nice about me or the puzzle, pardon my not saying thanks. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, oh, wait, uh, on the one before you at least said this was fun, just before noting that you yourselves were in the puzzle. That was, uh, we were R&B, right. appeared in a puzzle. <laughs> uh, we thought it was about us. It was about rhythm and blues, most likely. Um, for mine, you said, this was difficult, and I could hear the grr in the tone of your voice. Uh-huh. Reminded me of a classic Strange Brew cartoon by my friend John Deering where a New York Times crossword puzzle, looking somewhat humanoid, goes into a bar and says to the bartender, my wife thinks I'm difficult. (laughs) And he says, Will Shorts has the original of that cartoon. I'm now super jealous of Will Shorts. I think that's a hysterical cartoon. It is very And I want a print of it. Yes. I'll have to find John Deering. See if I can get a print of that. No, maybe it's, he's on the internet. Yeah, you think so? We have one more viewer mail. We do? Yes, from CrossCan. We do. I don't think you printed it out, but I didn't. It needs to be read. Well, where is it? It's on the internet. I gave you all of the viewer mail. Well, you didn't print it out. What? You didn't print it out. It's, oh my go god! Go into your email. This is a disaster. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a disaster. This is a horrible disaster. This is the worst disaster ever. So Crosscan has written to us. Read, you know, are you going to read it? Okay, I'll read this one. Really? Are you sure? Yes. He says, uh, stick this in your viewer mailbag. Uh, Greetings, Ryan and Brian. I'm sure you've heard this kind of story before, but here goes. I'm sleepily riding the number 14 bus to work, listening to episode 37 on my iPod to pass the time. Now, this is a... It's a great endorsement of our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Our podcast is perfect if what you need is to pass the time. <laughs> and fall asleep. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but he says, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up when you mentioned me and read my comment about the bloggers forum. Then yes. you asked if I was a hermaphrodite, <laughs> a word we've never seen in the New York Times crossword puzzle. I laughed out loud, getting odd looks from the other passengers who proceeded to edge away from me. I wanted to explain Ryan and Brian just called me a hermaphrodite on their crossword podcast, but decided that might not be the best course of action. For the record, and you'll have to take my word for it, I am a Canadian male providing you with a key viewing demographic. Hope to see you at the tournament. Jeffrey, a.k.a. Crosscan, a.k.a. the funniest rumored hermaphrodite in crosswords. Victoria, B.C., Canada. Absolutely. I love this. This is great. Thank you so much, Crosscan, a.k.a. Jeffrey. So we actually know two Canadian males who listen to the show. Uh, We do. We do. We interviewed one of them. Well, we don't actually know if... Dave McLeod listens to the show. That's true. We just know that he was on the show. Yes. He provided some of the show yes. at one point. But we don't know if he listens. So thank you, uh, Jeffrey, a.k.a. Yes. Crosscan. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. I'm glad I, I we like could uh, make you not miss your stop. <laughs> now, I, I have a recollection of the first time we heard about uh, somebody laughing out loud on the subway. I believe it was Sammy the Dentist. It was Sammy the Dentist. Who, uh, and actually, he's told us a number of times that he, usually he has laughed. He likes us. Yes, and he snorts milk all over himself right. or mouthwash or, or something. It, he needs to stop listening to our show when his mouth is full of something. <laughs> or, no, you know what? I take that back. He should not stop. We, we need to who no who are we to tell yeah. people how to listen to Absolutely. our show? Anybody that wants us to do anything, we'll do it. We don't care. You can listen to our show any way you like. Right, and Sammy will not be at the ACPT. 
He will not. Sammy finished decidedly last at Lollapazoola. Because he added extra boxes. He, he did. He wanted to incorporate answers that were too big for the grid. Uh, I th- is that it? I hope so. How long is this show? An hour and 15 minutes. But it's this full of been. goodness. It is full it's of like goodness. It's like a chocolate chip cookie. Now, what did we do? We interviewed two people. We did viewer mail. We talked about a puzzle. Right. We talked about, and we talked about an LA Times puzzle as well. Right. That we hadn't covered on the blog. We did not talk about today's puzzle, which was the Sundays? Obama puzzle. Yeah, Sunday's puzzle. Oh, well, I mean, very, very briefly, there is now a button on the applet where you can access the notepad. Right, to find out, like, the, the bonus information right. about the I puzzle. I clicked this notepad button and was, was greeted with nothingness. Right. A blank square popped up with vital information for the theme. Yeah. I was able to solve the puzzle, but I had no idea what the theme was. Because the vital information was still hidden to me. Now, I printed out the puzzle, and that information came through crystal clear. And then you were able to figure out the theme. And I figured out the theme. But anyway, the theme is, all the theme answers have the letters O-B-A-M-A in consecutive order. With the middle clue being God Bless America. Yes, which also has O-B-A-M-A in it. Right. And to, to, to now date the puzzle, to date the podcast, to ground us in an actual reality of time. Yes. Two days from now, uh, we will have President Obama that inaugurated. Actually, is... by the time you read this, it'll probably read, read this. this. <laughs> if you've been reading this this whole time, please email us at rbxblog. Uh, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You, you need to give them the whole address, please. Uh, we may have a first-time listener. We, we, we may. If you're a first-time listener and you're still here an hour and 15 minutes into the show... Oh, dear God. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Definitely. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll buy you pizza at Grimaldi's. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yes, in in a day, if you're listening to this on Monday, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, it was yesterday. Wait, what are you doing? I'm, what, I'm, what, are you just naming days of the week? No, I'm what promoting the inauguration. Well, I'm you need to a, promote it. It's going to happen and everybody's going to know about it. Right. It, it, this is not some event that needs promoting. Well, I thought I'd promote Promote it. us or something. Promote something that needs an audience. Uh, all right. Obama's er- inauguration does not need an audience. After the inauguration, come back and listen to our show. <laughs> there, that is profound. That was great. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we, and also to ground us in a political bias, we're both very excited about the inauguration. Yes, I'm very pleased about the inauguration, about the incoming new president. And the outgoing old president. <laughs> I'm very pleased about the outgoing Which old president. Which are you more pleased about? Um, I don't know. I'm pretty pleased about both of them. Yeah. I believe that now I'm probably more pleased about the incoming president. I am, I am more indifferent about the outgoing president. Because that was going to happen regardless. Well, it was, but also I feel like these last couple of years he hasn't been as... Detrimental? Yeah. Yeah, I think he, I think he did some pretty... I think he made some pretty bad choices for a while. And but I think, just he, he just, I think he just kind of stopped making choices for the right. last couple of years and sort of just let it ride. Well, that's a good, way, a good way to be president. <laughs> well, it's a terrible way to be president, but it sure is a good way to stop making bad choices. <laughs> if, if all you're capable of is badness, then stop. <laughs> stop doing anything. Brilliant. I know. I think now that we've covered politics and Absolutely. the Washington scene, uh, we're done. <laughs> we are indeed done. Maybe we should cut this up into like two episodes, release one now and one later. Do you think anybody has made it this far? I don't know. If you made it this far... Uh, Bully for you. Yeah, congratulations. Absolutely. We haven't made it this far. I know. I've forgotten where we started. Do we, we want started. to make it exactly an hour and 20? Uh, no. It will be when we add the music. All right.
right. Okay. So we are done. Goodbye.